Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, mammals and amphibians. I don't know, man. What's up? What's happening, everybody? Hope your week is going great, spectacular. Uh, every day you wake up is a wonderful day. So, you know, do something with it. Uh, you know, uh, kiss your loved ones. You know, say a little prayer for some good energy to come your way this week. Something that you've been praying for, something you've been working for is going to come your way. You feel what I'm saying? So let's just keep it positive and let's hop into it. I'm feeling real good, y'all. Why? So I tried that motherfucking Popeye's hot and crispy chicken sandwich, baby. It's real. It's real deal, baby. But I tried it a few weeks ago. And let me tell, like, like I got an issue with Popeye's. I got a bone to pick, baby. I got a bone to pick with Popeye's, baby. Why is it? 90%. And this might just be L.A. Because I went to, uh, I was in uh, the Bay last week. And like all of the Popeyes up there, I be- all of the Popeyes I went to up there had the spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Right. As soon as I get to LA, I must have hit up about four or five different hood Popeyes. I'm talking right in the middle of the hood, and it was no spicy crispy chicken sandwich. What the fuck is going on? They said, no, nah, but you can go to the one in Hollywood. They got them. How the fuck does Hollywood have the hot and spicy crispy chicken sandwich before goddamn South Central Popeye's got the hot and spicy crispy chicken sandwich? I got an issue with that. All right. The issue is that shit is delicious. And I had a taste for it. Now, I don't know what it is with black folks and these goddamn chicken sandwiches, but we will fuck a chicken sandwich up. I know some of you are saying that's because the chicken is on it. Fuck y'all. It's something about the hot and spicy crispy chicken sandwich. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't even indulge in the fast food all like that, but it's something like Burger King got a good one too. It was crazy because it's been booming on Twitter, Instagram, all of that spicy crispy chicken sandwich. I was like, damn, I didn't realize how much I fuck with a spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Like, bro, like, do we have a, like, do we have an establishment? Like, just black folks where it's, that's the main thing. Like, you come there for a hot, Spicy crispy chicken sandwich, a spicy crispy chicken sandwich, whatever you want to call it. We need one of those. Like, so if you're listening to this and you a cook or a chef and you have the, uh, you know, the want to be able or desire uh, to open up some type of restaurant or some sort, I'm saying like black folks, we need our own spicy crispy chicken sandwich joint. Even if they just pull up in the food truck and that's all they made, but we need it to be delicious delicious so that's what i'm proposing because the the damn the wave of uh publicity that this sandwich been getting from us is crazy like we've been going in for this sandwich so that shit is delicious though man i can't lie i know this is probably the blackest shit ever man we started the fucking podcast talking about a crispy chicken sandwich but i mean mm. Excuse me. That shit was amazing. 
Alright So if you haven't Please try it Hit me Let me know What you think of that shit But I thought it was phenomenal The Matrix 4 Is coming out My boy Keanu Reeves I guess he been Killing it so much With John Wick And they've been Seeing how it's been Doing great At the uh, box office And shit The homie still got it And then plus Like Denzel Doing the same shit Like with him And the Equalizer Shit Denzel About 60 man yeah, Denzel probably about 60 And he he doing the damn thing In these uh, Equalizer movies So John Wick uh, I think John Wick at least like, I mean John Wick Keanu Reeves at least like 10 years younger You feel me? So for him to go out there And be doing what he doing Matrix was like Let's get in on that We got another piece of the story We want to tell Let's get Keanu He signed on So they start shooting next year I am a little bit uh, I wouldn't say skeptical Is that yeah, I'm a little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical because I'm a big Matrix fan. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the last one, but um, the first two I really enjoyed. And uh, I feel like it was a cool way to end the story. So it's going to be interesting to see what they write for this uh, for this next one. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, like, with them coming out with all of these uh, Lion King, Aladdin reboots, or even, like, the new Star Wars and shit like that, it's like, I'm honestly on some, I mean, we could leave that shit where it's at. Like, them shits is classic for their times, and we always going to respect them as that, so let's just leave it be. But everybody, I guess, wants to hop on the nostalgia train and uh, do what they got to do. So, whew. excuse me. Damn. Up late last night doing laundry, y'all. But um, yeah, they hopping on the the nostalgia train, man. So it'll be interesting to see. Of course, I'm gonna go see it. I'm a big Matrix fan, Matrix buff. So I'm all for it, man. Let's let's do it. Uh, Young Thug just released so much fun. Now anybody who knows me knows. I'm a super hip hop head. Like I'm like I'm Nas, I'm Jay Z, Jadakiss, like Beanie, uh, Scarface, Raekwon, the whole Wu Tang, Ice Cube. Like I love hip hop, right? So people are always surprised when I come on and say like, "Yo, who one of your favorite rappers right now?" And I said, "Man, like honestly, my favorite." My favorite in music now outside of like, you know, my homeboys and people who rap and shit like that outside of them is it'd be Young Thug, man. Like Young Thug is my dog, man. I don't know what he does, man. Like me and my boy Alice call him like he a spirit animal, man. And that's that's mine. That's the the lower version of myself. You know, him in full form on them albums is the lower version of me, you feel me? So honestly, um, I was just excited, like, cause his last his last couple joints I didn't love. Um, I loved the Jeffrey joint that was dope. Of course, the uh, what was it, Slime Season Three or Two? One of them joints, the one where he had the shit wrapped around his eyes, but it was like a statue of his head and it was bleeding out the eyes, some shit like that. Anyway, um, but all the ones since that just been you know kind of regular to me. But this one, I don't know what he did, what he was uh, drinking, if the man been going to meditation or what, but Ooh. he got it back, y'all. Like, I mean, he really got it back. 
it was like I could listen to the whole thing pretty much front to back. The only song I kind of listened to, the one with Future, I was, I wanted it to be so much better, man. I was like, oh yeah, we getting that super slimy feel again. So we getting Future and Thug on it, but it ain't really come to that, man. With him and Future, like it was cool. It was a cool song, but you know, just with them two being on it, you expecting, you know, something that's gonna make the damn strip club go crazy. Something you could really. Uh, go to the gym and get your whole one two hour workout uh, into but it just wasn't that man it wasn't that but um, you know shout out to him it, it, that's my favorite song there right now is probably Ecstasy or I'm Scared you got 21 Savage and Doughboy on it so I highly suggest if that's your lane if you like to indulge into that type of music sometime definitely pick that young thug up that shit is super hard man so much fun uh, also, I haven't listened to it yet, but my homeboy Ten Stacks, uh, the legend of Hudson, legend of the Hudson, uh, just came out all streaming platforms. So make sure you go get that too. So the legend of the Hudson and uh, Young Thugs, so much fun. Those are those are my two joints for y'all to check out this week if you haven't already. All right. So you know how we do, baby. Um. My favorite segment Kicked out the queue You know what I mean And uh We got an interesting one We got an interesting one today Let me see if I can find this joint again Um Where is it Where is it Where we at Where we at with it Where we at with it So basically For those who don't know Uh Kicked out the queue Is where we Discuss some of the most despicable behavior going on around the world. And we call these people out. It's like not like a donkey of the day where somebody just did something stupid. This is like this is trifling behavior we be talking about. Alright? It's like it's trifling behavior. So there was an article that came out. Some of you might have read, some of you might not. But it says nearly half people. In the U.S. Don't change underwear daily. And some wear the same pair for a week. Draws. Now, they're not talking about homeless people. You know what I'm saying? People with mental disabilities and shit like that. This is like everyday folks is wearing draws back to back. To back to back to back to back to back to back a week straight, baby. Now, I understand someone being on a hustle on their grind. What Beanie said it, uh, uh, Jay said it, and uh, never changed like hustling, you know, been hustling seven days straight in the same clothes or some shit like that. I'm positive them niggas was not wearing the same drawers, bruh. Get your funky asses out of the same drawers, B. It's never that serious. Man, woman, like, that's it's just nasty, bro. Like, you got to take care of all of that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to deal with somebody... And you know you 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 drop your your pants. You know you getting ready to 
you know, make sweet love, uh, you know, bring forth that baby that God is going to bless you with. And you miss out on the opportunity because your drawers smell like sewage. You know what I'm saying? Smell like hot dog water. Smell like camel tongue. You feel me? Like nobody wants to deal with that. Smelling like straight ass in the front. The front of your drawers smell like ass. There's no excuse, man. So, listen. This sound, I mean, now I don't know, but... I'm just speaking on behalf of the black delegation. I know Brad Pitt and fucking, and I, I love these dudes. Brad Pitt, my man. And who's the other one? Not Orlando Bloom. Who the one who played Edward Scissorhands? Who Johnny Depp? These niggas have been known to not shave, not wash, not bathe, and shit like that. So I'm not saying this is a white people problem because it's probably funky asses all over the world, but. I'm saying y'all have shown a little bit more presence in this area. So I hope I'm wrong. But all I'm saying is whoever is participating, they got the numbers here. It says around half of the people in the U.S., 45%, don't change their underwear daily. And a disturbing 13% of those confess to wearing the same Draws and pants for an entire week. Let me tell you something. If your funky ass can't take your drawers off, even if you got one pair of drawers, man, even if you got one pair of drawers, do it old school style. Put them in your sink like your granny and them used to do. Throw the detergent, some soap in there. Wash them fucking drawers every night. Hang them. They'll smell fine. But wash. Wash your funky ass drawers, B. Every night. If you got one pair, wash them every night. That's not sanitary. 13% of y'all is doing the devil's work. You getting ready to give us Ebola again because you're not switching your funky drawers. Feces infested drawers, man. Fix that. Alright? You kicked out the queue. And there's no coming back until you've gone at least a year straight. Without wearing the same drawers back to back days. You on ultimate super duper probation. And I dare someone to come out and defend themselves wearing the same drawers for a week. I dare you to. Folks is gonna start getting slapped. Like my man Royce White just said. And we finna dive into that too. So that's it. Everybody wearing drawers back to back and for weeks straight is kicked out the queue because you got funky ass camel tongue smelling drawers alright fix it man fix it alright let's get it what else we got what else we got okay so you know we've been talking probably about this for like the last year or so my man the uh, Carmelo Anthony uh, played maybe a total of like between seven and ten games or some shit like that. I don't know the exact number, but uh, something like that. He played between like seven and ten games. So last year, of course, um, Houston they release him and. 
what happens they say okay he's um he's not fitting he's not fitting okay now the previous year they got to the conference finals ain't make it past the Warriors they said Melo ain't fitting seven games into the season 17 games and we got to get rid of him you know we're trying to win a championship we're trying to win a championship so we got to get rid of Mello. But nobody on that team has won a national championship in the NBA, no type of shit, I mean, in the NCAA. So the only one who's really won is Mello, but they don't need him. Okay. The Houston Rockets, with their bum asses, go on to not even make it to, not the finals, not even the conference finals this time, but they lose in the conference semifinals. To a Warriors team with no Kevin Durant. No Kevin Durant. For at least like half of the series. Or at least like the last two games. I think it was the last two games. So, my thing is, what's going on? We've all started talking. Is Melo being blackballed? Absolutely. We believe that because I think the last time he was on the court, he was averaging like 18 points a game, shooting almost 40 percent from three. Like who can't use that? Who can't find a way to work that type of talent into an NBA roster? The greatest coaches on the planet, greatest coaches in the world. And you can't find a way to work that into your system. Probably still a top five small forward, top three small forward in the world. But you can't. Figure out, and I didn't mean I meant to say top 10, top 10 small forward in the world. And you can't figure out a way with the world's best coaches to figure out and fix that man or mix him into your system. I call bullshit, man. I call bullshit. So, Royce White, he played at the University of Minnesota, plays overseas now, plays in the big three. Uh, but he comes out and uh, he lets it be known. He's like, yo. Like, you can't tell me a fucking Jared Dudley who was signed to the Lakers is better than Carmelo Anthony in any way, shape, fashion, or form. He's not, right? And then he also went on to say, well, since LeBron is walking around here uh, like he's the voice of the players, why hasn't he got Mellow uh, onto the Lakers instead of Jared Dudley. Sorry, yes. You know, that's his man. So, my thing is, I think it's across the board. I don't even think it's just LeBron. I think it's LeBron, Curry, Kawhi, the Greek freak, James Harden. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. Damian Lillard. Um, we always say the players got this ultimate type of power but I question how much power the players have if it's somebody who's a two or three time Olympian NCAA champion 18 points per game the last time he played uh, almost 40% from three one of the best talents the game has ever seen 
and nobody is making a phone call to get that man on the team. And I know it's not because they don't like him, because everybody has nothing but good. Like we haven't heard nothing but good stuff to say about Carmelo and his character. We know what he does for the community and how he's a voice. And you know, people gravitate towards Melo. They love Melo. It's not he wouldn't have been on the Olympic team as many times as he has been, or be speaked of in the light that he has spoken in if it wasn't for his high character, ethics, morals, right? So I got a question how much because everybody says the NBA is super player driven and they run the league, but none of these players can get a man who's deserving of an opportunity. Like, and it's crazy. I'm even talking about him like this. I'm talking about him like he's not been a starter his whole career. He's only 33, 34 years old, and you know, is still putting up points. And I'm talking about him like he's fucking Jeremy Lin or some shit like that. Like, why isn't nobody giving him a chance? It's like it's something wrong with that. And I don't know what it is. Like, I've talked to multiple people, and I definitely think it's something uh, behind the scenes. And if it is, uh, somebody knows, somebody needs to say something, uh, because it just doesn't make no sense for somebody like Melo to not be able to play uh, in the NBA. Like I said, and um, if the players are super, you know, player driven and they're about empowering players, like someone need to get Carmelo Anthony on the team. You know what I'm saying? This is not somebody that we know of. Now, it could be something behind the closed doors. Like I said, that's why I said I'm not I don't think we know everything. But uh, the next story we're going to talk about is Colin, you know, Colin Kaepernick went out there and did something in front of everybody. And this big backlash. There is no big backlash behind or publicity and a negative light behind Carmelo's name. So it's very interesting to me uh, that he's not on a team and it's not one of these superstars out here that has um, made that happen yet. And it's actually very disappointing, man. So hopefully they get that worked out. Um, so shout out to Melo. Shout out to Royce White for speaking up. And uh, I think more people need to speak up because um, it's just not making any sense. It's not making any sense, man. All right. So let's get it. Now, I wish I had like 2000 people on here to talk about this shit, but it just ain't it just ain't what it is right now. All right. So. Uh, man. All right. Let's get into it. Um, Colin Kaepernick, Jay Z. Um, damn, this shit heavy. Marcellus Wiley. Uh, What's my fat nigga name from uh, Fox Sports who used to wear the fedoras and shit before he bought a hairline? Uh, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, Kenny Steele's Eric Reed. So let's do a little backstory. Let's do a little, 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 little backstory. We know about what Colin has done. Colin Kaepernick. He's kneeled. 
And this is the part that I think gets lost sometimes. And I am a big, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Colin, super, super fan of Colin. And you know what I'm saying? And it, 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 I want to start with this too. I'm a super fan of car uh, of Colin, and I think me being a super fan doesn't mean I have to would have handled everything the way he handled it or did what he did, said what he did, and said what he said, or you know, whatever, whatever. I don't agree with my mama on everything. And I'm definitely not finna call my mom a fraud or a sucker. My dad, we don't agree on everything. My sister, my homeboys, and in no way would I come out here and be like, you know, you're a fraud, your shit is scandalous, like, you know, who is this nigga out, you know. It's not like that. Unless you've done something that's a clear violation of us as a people, like, as I'm never going to look at you in a negative light or speak, you know, bullshit on your name. Like, that's just not me. So it's interesting to kind of see people do this, you know, or have been doing it with Colin for like the last few years. You know, they use everything. His family is half white. Like, the motherfucker kicked it with white folks and shit like that. As if, you know, we haven't had plenty of leaders. Plenty of leaders. That's been biracial. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole nother conversation. So, you got to deal with that. Then on the other hand, it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, you get everything from him. Oh, it's, it's always something. His girlfriend is this or... Um, you know, why is he still trying to play and all of this kind of stuff? And, you know, a lot of people use a lot of these different things as if, you know, these people. And I think it's just the Internet, like, you know, and especially you being somebody who's in the light, like you're not supposed to have no character flaws or it can't be. You know inconsistencies in your life Like if you're going to fit the role Of somebody who speaks out for people It has to look this certain way And you have to do it this certain type of way Or else it's some fraud shit And I think that's uh, It's it's a fucked up way to kind of look at the shit If it makes sense You know what I'm saying So again I said I'm a big fan of Colin And um, I think He's doing shit to the best of his knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And you can't always judge a motherfucker off of what you would do or this is how you would handle it because you've been reading these fucking books and watching these videos for this amount of time. And he might have just started reading or watching or doing some shit maybe after you you know what i'm saying so you got to deal with that too it's people who catch up and get enlightened on different things at different times and within that like it's times when i was first reading shit and i was on khalid muhammad i was super this like you know fuck white people and you know da 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 and all this and that you know what i'm saying and then you come into more of an understanding of yourself within uh this world like you know, it's more about me as opposed to it being about some outside source of party stopping me from doing something. You know what I'm saying? So people come into that at different times of their life and you can't judge somebody uh, because they're not at 
the headspace or the level in which you at, right? So that's just my pre, you know, my prelude to what where we finna go into. And I really, I didn't think this shit was gonna take this long, honestly. But anyway, so backstory. Uh, so that's Colin. He hasn't. He's been trying to get back into the league. He filed a grievance because he thought. You know, it was people colluding against him to keep him out the league. Uh, I believe he won, and they settled out of court. Uh, so he got paid a certain amount of money for them trying to keep him out of work, right? Boom, and, you know, he still, he's still training every day. He'd love to have a, uh, a opportunity uh, to play in the NFL again. You know, he loves it. He's been, you know, doing it his whole life, playing football, yada, yada, yada. And uh, that's where he's at with it. Now... Along this line, since it's been happening, there's been a lot of people who spoke for him, athletes, entertainers, politicians, everyday people, high school football teams, college football teams, college cheerleaders, volleyball players, Olympians. It's been a lot of support because a lot of people feel the same way. You know, uh, you know, it's fucked up shit going on. It's unjust shit going on, whether we're talking about Flint's water or we're talking about 60,000 homeless people in the L.A. streets. That's not being addressed, uh, addressed. but we're talking about, uh, you know, motherfucking uh, politicians and presidential races and shit like that. Um, but we're not handling, you know, shit that's going on here. Whether it's Eric Garner getting choked out or Tamir Rice or somebody getting shot in the back or... You got like it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of unjust shit going on, and people have a right to be upset about it and to address it in the way they see fit, right? So as long as you're not hurting people, you know what I'm saying, disrespecting folks, you know, uh, physically uh, or verbally, like you know, I don't have no issue with how you handle uh, your grievance. With the country in which you live in, right? So that's that part. So these are the athletes that, and the entertainers, like I said, and everybody who's been going on with that. So along these lines, like I said, entertainers, there's people who's boycotting NFL games, and you know, some of that has came down. People have started watching the NFL again while still supporting. We found out that, you know, people can, you know, people. Feel like they can do both. Like you can, uh, you know, you can still watch football, still uh, support Colin, uh, still think America's, you know, fucked up and got shit to work on. Like we feel like, you know, a lot of people feel like that they can do all of those things. Cool. Um, so you got the people like Travis Scott who had performed last year at the Super Bowl, but was told, and this is when we start going into it. Uh, by Jay-Z that he shouldn't perform It's not a good look You shouldn't perform bro uh, We're not doing that for the NFL It's not a good look Alright Boom He also said in one of his songs He don't need the NFL The NFL needs him Boom Okay Right So then uh, Earlier Or last week I talked about on the last one That he's accepted a position uh, to help the NFL with social justice reform and all of this kind of stuff. Boom. So that was last week. So since last week, a lot of information has came out, right? So within that, we found out, one, uh, Jay-Z has not talked to any of the players. So even the original players, so Kenny Steele's wide receiver, Eric Reed's safety, Colin Kaepernick, who was like some of the three ones who really started 
you know, the social justice uh, awareness type shit during the national anthem. Um, those people were not involved in the conversation. Not involved. Like, not one bit. Not even a little bit involved in the conversation. Right? So that was kind of like the first little strike. And the second strike was us finding out that JD had got um, offered that same deal uh, not even like I think six, seven months ago, something like that. JD got offered that same deal. And Hove, Jay-Z came to him and said, nah, don't take that deal. That's some bullshit, right? He then proceeds to take the deal as we know so the deal that he told Jermaine Dupree not to take he took and didn't consult with JD about it and then the third strike I think was the press conference he had with Roger Goodell where they talked about some of these things and the answers he gave to some of those questions and I think the main one is we passed kneeling. We know the issues. Now it's time to do some, put some action items in place. All right. So first thing we got to know and what we've been on, Jay-Z is a cold businessman. Now, we didn't know to this extent. I didn't know to this extent. He's a cold businessman. Go behind your man's back and tell him to not take it. No, tell your man not to take a deal. Then go behind your man's back and take the same deal. That's a whole different level of business, capitalism, fucking back stabbing type shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if that's, that's what we've been told is true. Boom. The other part is going behind the player's backs. So if I am going to tackle an issue that I know that these certain people were involved with in the exact same organization. It's not like you tackling social justice and you partnering up with the MLB or the MLS, but you tackling it and you doing it in the NFL, which had already had players that was really working on this stuff real hard. The Chris Longs of the world, the Colin Kaepernick's, the Michael Bennett's, the Kenny Stills, all these different people who've been working on it. And you don't uh, consult or talk with them about it. Um, you just go on and do it. And in the process of doing that, when you answering questions about it, you tell them that the kneeling is over with. We know the issues and it's time to get into action items. Right. So this is what I think the Eric Reeves of the world, the Kenny Stills of the world and other athletes are upset about. And the other thing I want to say is too is Colin Kaepernick ain't said shit about Jay-Z, bro. Like he ain't shitted on him uh nothing, right? So like the people out here saying, you know, fuck Colin, yada 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 yada. It's like, you know, I think it's a personal issue you might have with dude. And like really just that. You can't shit on somebody who ain't even involved in the conversation and is not making himself a part of that conversation, right? So, 
This is a different level of Jay-Z we haven't seen before. This is like cold hard, like this is white man business right here that that was that was just pulled off. And I'm talking about that's some cutthroat shit, like where it's just this is just business, you feel me? And that's what it is, right? So the first thing is this. I think Jay-Z messed up, like I said before, saying that he was tackling social justice. If this nigga would have said financial literacy, uh, child hunger, homelessness, a lot of people, uh, you know, just would have been whatever. I don't think the backlash would have been as deep because you're separating yourself from the exact same wordage and verbiage that these players have been using to address the topics in which they was addressing and you starting something separate, right? So... It makes it seem as if the NFL has brought you in here, which they did, uh, to tackle this and kind of remove these other guys from that, right? So that's one. Two, uh, Jay-Z has not played no football. He hasn't took a knee or faced criticism from taking a knee. He hasn't done any of that kind of stuff, right? So it's players who's like, because I keep hearing this, oh, no, it's about the money with such and such or Colin or whoever. And uh, it's just about attention and, you know, he trying to get back into the limelight. But it's people who still playing who's taking their knees and stuff like that. So that can't be the thing. So I'm confused as to why it's just for Colin that this whole thing is just, you know, publicity. Right. But the other thing is in the midst of that, on top of Jay-Z not taking a knee. What he's also done is I feel like he's kind of discredited the players uh, as if they haven't been doing anything except for kneeling. And this is the problem I be having with some of my fellow brothers and sisters. Like, you can, uh, you know, disagree with what the man doing. Oh, no, he's doing it because of this and that. But don't discredit the man work. Like, you feel me? Like, don't discredit the man work. Uh, and other players work, right? So Colin has, for a fact, given away a million dollars worth of his money. Now everybody said, oh, well, he only made, he ain't make that much money. That's why he mad. So he ain't make that much money. That's what I've been hearing. He didn't make this much money because he's mad, right? So he don't have as much money. But he still decided to give away money, give away around a million dollars to charity, um, you know, to black and brown organizations um, that he felt like were helping that fight against social justice reform and all that kind of stuff. So he put up his money, right? Wasn't just talking. Off the break, he put up his own money. That's a fact. This is actual factual. We're not talking with coulda, woulda, or man, didn't he do this, didn't he do that? No, we're talking about facts. Second thing, he tours the world, the nation, and he does free workshops for kids. The Know Your Rights campaign. He does that. So kids know uh, their rights. It's one of the main things the Black Panthers taught. Everybody needs to know their law. Everybody needs to know their amendment rights. All their rights. Like you should know the U.S. Constitution. Uh, that's what his organization, they, they tour around the world and do. They teach young boys and girls about, you know, their rights. And, you know, it's one of, one of his things that he's very passionate about. Also, Colin Kaepernick. So we're talking actual factual. He loaded up a plane 
with his own money. With his own money. And sent food to Somalia when they was having their hunger famine or strike, whichever one it was. Uh, he sent food out there to the people, right? So, I'm saying all of this to say, Colin has been, like, regardless of what you think with the knee shit or his contract or him getting his, uh, his money or whatever from the grievance, he's put his money where his mouth is and he's been donating, right? So that's one thing. The other thing is with the Jigga Man. I don't think it's so much what you do with anything. It's just in life. It's not what you do. It's how you kind of do it. Right. So, again, even if it, it if we feel like it's on some bullshit, I think it would would have been more respectable if he would have talked to all of the parties that he knows has been dealing with the issues and move forward with it, as well as bringing in JD or saying maybe we should take this. Right. It don't come off like you super backstabbing and all of this kind of stuff. So I think for him, um, and like, you know, even some of the players are saying, we'll see what he does with it. But I don't think, it, it ain't have to be none of this if I think, you know, the business would have been handled a little bit better, right? So I keep telling folks this, like, you can support all of them. Like, I'm not canceling Jay-Z. I still listen to his music. Not canceling Colin or Eric Reed. you know. It's completely possible for all of us all of us to have different opinions and perspectives and still be able to coexist and work towards a common goal but when niggas jump out the box and be like fuck this nigga like when you ain't had a conversation with him like he a piece of shit yada 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 Colin is this and that he know, And these is people like you ain't had discussions With like you going off of all Information from other People's other people's other people's The sources of sources of sources And that's what you speaking on You feel me It's It just ain't right bro And I feel like this whole thing Is a basic Basic Showing of why we need better communication With better communication I feel like Jigaman and everybody May not have agreed But we would have all been on the same page At least not, and By we I'm not talking about me I'm talking about the players Players, him And then like the coming out of it It wouldn't look so sloppy And it would have looked like something Okay like this is This, this, shit is, this is cool this is cool, it's smooth, right? So, um, what I think needs to happen is as a people, we need to move forward and make sure we put an emphasis on that communication. You feel me? Emphasis on communication, whether it's in your personal relationships, your community, your school, your organizations, even with people you may not agree with, make it a concerted effort to put it on communication. Communication is king. I'll say it again. Communication is king. So make sure moving forward, that's what we do, right? So shout out 
to Jay-Z and Cap and everybody else in between. Let's just make sure we do the right thing and get it going the way it's supposed to get going. You feel me? With that being said, I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, This has been my NFL slash everything in between rant. Uh, Move forward with positivity Preach uh, peace and tranquility And always know that life is about progression And uh, akuna matata niggas Peace